Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Super Review Show's Mixed Bag, coming to you live once again from the JK. I am joined by my good man, Bill Murphy. What's going on, everyone? Bill is uh, doing just fine. He's in another part of his little B cave, if you will, tonight. And uh, But we're excited. By the way, guys, we the best. We podcast. the best podcast. We the best podcast. Hopefully everyone is doing well. We're so glad that you uh, have joined us for another episode of Mixed Bag. Uh, if you're listening to us, welcome. Um, but tonight's topic, Bill, why don't you do all the explaining of what tonight's topic is? Okay. If you guys remember last week, we did kids. We shows we loved as kids, but hated. So you basically saw us rip on Barney last week. <laughs> Pretty much. But um, today we're actually doing. Today we're actually doing the opposite. We're doing movies and TV shows that we that we hated as kids, but we now love as adults. Because as we get older, our tastes change. Yes, sir. Our tastes change as we get older. So let's see how our tastes have changed, shall we? Yeah, let's see. So I'm going to let Bill go first because I got to come right up and tell you guys right up front. I had a really like I this is a very difficult one for me personally. And because um, I it's just it's like such a hard thing to come up with some of these lists and stuff. But um, I got to tell you the truth. I'm ready to see what Bill has in store for us tonight. So, Bill, why don't you take it away with us? What is your first show or movie that you maybe like you hated as a child, but you love now? Okay, a show that I hated. Okay, I wouldn't really say I hated it when I was a kid, but yeah. of all the 90s Nicktoons, yeah, we're going way back here, folks. Yeah, okay. The one show that I didn't like as a kid, but I actually like now. Yeah. Hey, Arnold. Interesting. Okay, let's go for Hey, Arnold. Here we go. Gotcha. Okay. All right, folks. Yeah, I know. I'm old. You're fine. <laughs> You're good, uh, bud. You're good. For those of you who don't know the show, it it's, follows a kid named Arnold with a football-shaped head with his nickname, Football Head. And it's just a very... It, it's like a slice-of-life show. It's very just, you know a day in the life of Arnold and his friends. And I remember when I was a kid, I wouldn't really say I hated it, but compared to the other 90s Nicktoons, like Rugrats and SpongeBob, which were all very bouncy and colorful, I kind of found this show when I was a kid boring. Because because it wasn't like Rugrats or SpongeBob or Fairly Odd Parents. But looking back at it now, I think the slow pace is, kind of warranted and and you know this show actually handled some pretty dark topics like they had a character named chocolate boy who was addicted to chocolate so they were using that as a allegory for drug addiction they um arnold's bully helga the, the girl with the pink dress right here. I see her, yep. Who, 
it turns out that she was angry because she was struggling with parental abandonment because her sibling, because her her parents favored her older sister over her. And, but you know what? It's like probably my favorite episode of this is, okay, Arnold lives with his grandparents and we don't exactly know why until two episodes. One episode is called Parents' Day, which is found, which is there's like a parents' competition, like a field day thing. And Arnold's there with his grandparents and Helga's dad's going, well, those are not even his real parents. And then the story is that Arnold's parents actually were jungle explorers that went to San Lorenzo in South America. And, and then when Arnold was born, they came back here, but then they were going back to help people and then they just disappeared. And then in an episode called The Journal, which I call the unofficial series finale, they, they, it's the anniversary of when Arnold's parents disappeared. And they find this journal. And it's, you know, the whole story that we saw on Parents' Day, but it's more flushed out. But, and then we, and then like at the end of the, at the end of the um at the end of the story at the end at the end of the episode after Arnold's grandpa reads the journal to him he goes outside on the front stoop and reads it himself and then he finds a map he says oh my god this is might be where my parents are but you know how many years we had to wait to find you know how many years we had to wait though how many bill 14 years oh my god Here's why. Well, because okay. Here's the thing: the the suits at Nickelodeon and their infinite wisdom. The executives at Nickelodeon originally gonna have a movie about Arnold going to San Lorenzo to find his parents. They were originally gonna have because they were wanted to do a Hey Arnold movie. But they decide, and they had two in mind: one for a theatrical release, and one for a um, and one for a direct-to-video release or TV All release. Right. So they were originally going to do the the film about Arnold finding his parents as a theatrical release. But again, the executives at Nickelodeon and their infinite wisdom decided to push it back. And say, hey, you know what? Let's have this movie, Arnold Saves the Neighborhood, and see how it does. And you know what happened? Arnold say the Hey Arnold, the first Hey Arnold movie bombed at the box office. It bombed at the box office. It had nothing to do with this. It just bombed. Mm. And then they pushed out the last couple episodes with no fanfare. And it just went away for years until 2017 when the Hey Arnold Jungle movie was finally released. Interesting. Okay. And that and and that's and and I remember when um, you know, because this was like a rekindle 
Because, guys, folks, 90s nostalgia is very profitable nowadays. It really is. Even 80s ones, too. Because, because after I finally saw, when I saw the Jungle movie, I was like, whoa, this show was better than I thought. The Hey, hey Arnold was better than I thought it was. Interesting. Okay. And you know what? Maybe because when I was a kid, I didn't like the slow pace. I didn't like the... But now you understand... But now you sort of appreciate the messages that they were trying to show on a kid's show of all of all places. Right. And that this was a show that handled pretty intense topics. And that's why I think this show will always have a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. So that's my first pick. That was my right, show so hey, memory lane for the first one. Hey Arnold was your first pick. Do you want to go on? I have a I'm thinking of a couple now, but if you want to go on, go ahead. You wanna why don't we alternate? I go, you go, you go, I go. Sure. So I, I have two on the top of my head, but I'm gonna go, and they're both live action, they're both from other decades. But you, some of you who listen to me and know me well enough or know me in person, uh, for those of you who do listen and know me in person, uh, there was a time where I did not like this show. And I remember watching it when I was very young. Watching it was on TV, uh, just reruns of the show. I wasn't sure what it was. It seemed like a really weird, weird, colorful thing. And Honestly, guys, it's going to surprise a lot of you who are, who are listening. And, I'm, and I just thought of it now because originally I did not like this franchise at all. And now I love it. Star Trek. Really? I the, the original series, I, I, I used to watch reruns of the original series of Star Trek. Not all the time, not frequently or whatever, but a good move because my, my grandfather, shout out to Pop Mahoney, he would have it on. And I, for the long time, for the longest time possible, Billy Joel, don't rip me off. Um, I did not like what I saw. I, I thought it was just weird. I thought it was a Star Wars ripoff type of thing. But then I grew up a little bit. I got a little older. I got a little wiser with my, my life choices, whatever. And I realized, you know, this is actually a really brilliant, brilliant science fiction and brilliant show. Um uh, whenever I talk about Star Trek, I primarily talk about the original series. I have seen the original series start to finish. I love it to death. It is some of the best TV show, ironically, because I didn't like it at first. Some of the best t- television I've ever seen. Uh, and I've seen plenty of other shows and other parts of shows and whatnot. Uh, others, check out this season, this show, that show. Um, honest to God, I I thought for this, I really thought it was like just crap. But then I learned to love it. And I thought to myself, huh, you know, this. Actually, I'm kind of surprised about how well I did. And I just want to give a shout out to two fine people who are in the chat board, Mr. Matt Hemsley and Matt Hemsley and Asm of Earth. Welcome aboard, gentlemen. They're so back. Glad, so glad to see you guys back here once again, as always. Thank you so much for joining us, as always. Matt Hemsley hasn't been here in a while. Matt Hemsley, it's good to hear from you again. Hopefully, all is well with you, my friend. Um, Star Trek. Like I said, I was just not a fan. I thought it was weird. Like it was like Spock looked weird to me. Like. And then I, over time, I was like, yeah, let me, let me check out a couple of the movies. What got me into Star Trek was 
the rebooted, and that's very unpopular to say, but the rebooted J.J. Abrams franchise. The moment I saw the first film, and not in theaters in 2009, but like I saw the first two films, Star Trek 2009, and I saw Star Trek Into the Darkness, I was in. I said, this is a great franchise. I'm going to go back and rewatch a bunch of stuff. I'm currently binge-watching The Next Generation, um, which was the second show they did with Patrick with uh, Patrick. Stewart, where they say make it so every other line, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I Star Trek was one of those for me that I actually really grew to love over time. Uh, it took a long time, but it took, I'm glad I, I'm glad I found came around to it. You know what I mean, Bill? I absolutely know what you mean. You came around to it. Yeah, and I I learned to love it, even though I was like, this is a big thing. I'm not sure if I like it or ever. Looks weird, but I will say. Um, you know, it's just it's one of those shows you're like, huh? You look back and like, it, like the concept is kind of like it's really smart, but it, like it looks stupid at the time because like probably because the effects it was in the '60s and whatnot. But I, I grew up on it. I, I, I grew up to love to love it more. Um, Chatboard, if you have any suggestions for TV shows or movies that you hated when you were younger or you just disliked when you were younger, but you came to know and love, sound off in the chatboard. We'd love to hear your suggestions and take them at the end of the show. Um, but yeah, Star Trek was the first one for me that I was like, this is just weird. What's, what's a phaser, you know, stuff like that. And I grew to love it. So that's my, my first pick bill actually is Star Trek. Cause I originally, I did not, I did not even know I didn't like it that much. And then I grew up loving it. So over time. So, um, but yeah, Bill, what's your next pick after Hey Arnold, my friend. Okay. We're going to do a live action. Sh- I'm going to do a live action show as well. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Law and order. Law and order, really? There's the original one. Yeah, I like SVU a little better, but yeah, but you said like the one, the original Law and Order TV show, and and SVU as well. Because let me tell you, when I was younger, this show was on in my house constantly. Okay, my parents watched it all the freaking time. Wow. And as a kid, I remember. Being in the room when they were watching it, and I just found it dull. I could see that, to be honest. I could, I've seen a couple of episodes, but I could definitely see it. As a kid, I just found this dull. And when I got older, I started watching it. And I'm like, whoa, and... this is interesting. And, yeah. But you know what? I know if you're legal folks or any lawyers out there, I know the. Legal accuracy is questionable. But because I remember um, I had a I took a criminology class when I was in community college. Okay. And then I remember my professor said my professor said listen, none of what you see on Law and Order, none of that's real. If you want that, go to acting school. Interesting. All right. Go to acting school. Um, but, you know, you find it. I don't know if they show, because I, I don't know if they show these in law school classes or not. Probably not. But I always joke around by saying, listen, if you need an attorney, I can represent you. I never went to law school, but I've seen every episode of Law and Order. Uh. <laughs> I could totally be your attorney. I could totally be your attorney. I've seen every episode of Law and Order. That's funny. I 
I kind of like SVU better, but I will admit, I think it's time for that show to end. We talked about that when I, when we were, I think we were talking about shows that should end. I think it was one of the shows we talked about. Yeah, it was after I made my prediction of the future. Yes. Good job, Bill. Proud of you. Proud of you. Yeah. Remember, folks, I'm a psychic. Um, is a psychic, everyone. Let's not forget it. So anyway, um, but Law and Order, I think it's really interesting. And again, I don't know the legal aspects of everything. I don't know how true they are. I didn't go to law school. I'm not a lawyer, but I play on a podcast. Um, no, I don't. So yeah, Law and Order is my pick for. Sh- just found dull when I was a kid. Yeah. But I actually like now that I'm an adult. Cool. No, that's good. Good for you, man. I'm glad you. Because you know what? Out. A lot of these shows, I wouldn't really say I hated them. Like, okay, this one I hated when I was a kid because it was on constantly. Yeah, it's on loop. And I, I remember saying to my parents, can we turn on something else? And like, shh, Jack, McCoy, Jack McCoy's talking. Oh my god! But uh, yeah, it, a lot of these shows—I wouldn't really say they're shows I hated. They're just shows that when I was younger, I found dull. Yeah, you just had no interest in them. But once once you get older, you start knowing more shit. All right, what's your next one, my friend? I uh, I just want to say thank you for all of you in the chat board giving us many suggestions on shows that you hated. Excuse me, you loved as a child, but now you you hate as a child, but now you love. Uh, Chat board, you are doing an excellent job tonight. We'll get to your live questions at the end of the show. My next pick, Bill. I want to give a complete and utter shout out to my grandmother who passed away several years ago. So shout out to you, Teresa Albano. This is for you. Monk. You ever heard of Monk? I've heard of Monk. No, 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 not the actual like Monk, Monk. But the- no, no, I know what you're talking about. The guy who's like OCD. Yeah, like the the guy, the the, the uh, criminologist, whatever his name is. I got to tell you the truth, Bill. First off, it, it, it was from 2002 to what 2009. Okay, so I, I was very young at the time, but I do remember when it was on. I was like, "This is weird. He's a psychic." Plug for Bill. He's a psychic, you know. Whatever. I, I don't understand what he's doing. Like, what's going on? Like, I'm not sure. Like, I, it just it, it didn't. It looked strange to me. It looked, okay, he's solving crimes, but in a very weird way with Tony Shalhoub, um, who I thought was great in this show, by the way. Mister Monk, I would later come to. I would later ha- would later re-enter my life with my grandmother living, who would live with us for a little while. Uh, she loved Monk, Bill. Like the way that you love, like, um, um, like the way you love, like, like certain shows that you like, you cherish to your heart. This was one for her. She loved talking about Monk, and Monk was one of those shows where my family can testify, ladies and gentlemen. My family can testify. Monk was on in her house before she moved up here. Monk was on. All the time. She adored Monk. And how Monk played a role in my life, because towards the end of her life, before she had to be severely hospitalized, I ended up watching a lot of Monk with her, and I found a deep appreciation for the show. And now whenever it's on TV land or whatever channel it comes on, 
I always tend to watch Monk and I think about all the good times about her laughing and, you know, and her thing of Tony Shalhoub and all the, the, the good times of like just overall loving the show. And I, the good times bring me back with her. Uh, I didn't spend too much time with her because at the time she lived far away. Now she's back and before she passed away, of course. But I want to give a complete another shout out to you uh, up there. And I want to say, Monk, you have changed my mind there, Grammy. Monk is a great show. I originally had no idea what it was. I didn't really like it. But Monk is one of those shows that I thought was strange at first. But now I was like, you know what? I can appreciate it. Monk is one of those dear shows now that I, I do watch on reruns quite a bit sometimes. I use. Yeah. Uh, no offense, JT. I never really got into Monk. Yeah, Bill, no offense taken. This is like one of those weird, strange shows that some some people watched and some people didn't. It's all good. But it was just, it was, it was a very neat show to be honest. It was, I ain't saying neat, but it was a very cool show to watch for what it was worth. And uh, shout out to my grandmother for my recently deceased grandmother for checking, for introducing me to Monk. It is forever in my mind. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, Monk, I mean, I, Bill, what's any, any opinions of Monk at all or no? I may have watched an episode or two, but I never really got into it. Gotcha. It's, it's, a, I, it's a very funny show. It's like a crime show, but it's a funny show at the same time. He can like see stuff. He's got PTSD and stuff like that. It's really cool. Really, really. Oh, cool. Should give it a watch. It, 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 it's like it's like solving crime, but in a funny way. If you think, hey, he solves crimes like, like he noticed things that the, the, the detectives don't. He's like a weird cop. He's really cool. So I recommend it. Um, anyways, that's my next pick, um, um, uh, Monk. Bill, what is your number three pick? Correct, three pick. What's your number three pick? Okay, so the um, if you guys remember, I think it was two years ago. I did a whole. I did a. I did a whole month when I reviewed the Rankin Bass specials. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if you remember that or not. I remember that. I remember that. And one that I said, one special that I said that I, when I was a kid, I just found this boring as hell. But now watching it as a as an adult, I can really appreciate it. And that's the Little Drummer Boy. Is this a movie or a TV show? A TV special. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But for those of you who are listening to us, if you don't know what we're talking about, just do a quick Google search of the Little Drummer Boy Christmas special and it'll come up. I, I know which one you're talking about now, Bill. Yeah, when I was a kid, just compared to Rudolph and Frosty and Santa Claus is coming to town, this one was probably my least favorite. I could see why, to be honest with you. I could really? How can you see why? Like it just doesn't look that appealing as the other ones did. You know what I mean? It's just when I when I was a kid, I said this a lot. I kind of found this one boring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I found this just boring. I just because it wasn't like Rudolph or Frosty didn't have the bouncy bright colors. Right, I gotcha. But I could appreciate the darker story. Right. About for those of you who haven't seen it, 
Aaron, the little drummer boy, was his parents were killed when he was a when he was a kid, and now he hates all humans until he gets wrapped up by a circus troupe who wanna who basically use him for entertainment. Then he and then when he finally escapes, his lamb gets injured and decides to play for. And told by the one of the kings to play for Jesus to save his lamb's life. And I gotta tell you, to this day, I dare you to watch that scene without crying. Now as an adult, I will admit that makes me cry. It's just the... It's it's that when one of the king when the little drummer boy brings the lamb to the king, goes, your majesty, you gotta help me. My lamb is injured please help him he goes your lamb is near death there's really nothing i can do sorry goes but you are a king goes a mortal king only but there is a king a king amongst kings and then he and then he points to the the stable and he goes the babe but i don't understand he goes, it's not necessary for you to understand. Go. He goes, but I don't have no gift to bring. He said, go. Graze upon the newborn king. And then and then you hear that gorgeous Vienna Boys Choir version of the song. It's just... As soon as he says, go, graze upon the newborn king, then... Baby, hey. Like, whoa. It's, again, it's just that when I watched this when I was a kid, I just found it boring. Right. Because I didn't understand. I didn't understand. I didn't understand this. And then when I watched it again as an adult, just like a few years ago, I'm like, whoa. And, you know, a lot of has changed in stop motion since then, but this is still pretty impressive. Interesting. And, yeah, there's going to be another stop motion movie coming up next, folks. You'll you'll see it. Okay, JT, what's yours, my friend? I'm going to go back to live action TV shows for a second. This, uh, after this one, I'm uh, struggling to pick one. Uh, I might pick a movie, for, so forgive me. Um, I might, depending on how, how, uh, how I'm feeling about it. Honestly, I mean, now that all this this stuff has come out about him, um, this is prior to the announcement and stuff regarding what came out recently about this man. But before all that stuff came out, Bill, the Cosby show. Oh, boy. I know. I know. I'm not going to talk about Bill and what happened with him. But what I'm going to say is this. This is a show that I saw on reruns. And I saw over the course of t- over, like just chips away. I, you know, because I mean, I was, for those of you who don't know, I was, I was very much raised on TV shows from like the 90s and 80s and stuff like that, like such as Seinfeld, Cheers, Frasier. That's kind of like my big wheelhouse. But the Cosby show was a show that, look, everything about Bill Cosby now, is awful but what happened the show itself 
it's I gotta tell you, Cosby Show is a show that I actually really thoroughly liked watching. Like whenever it was on TV, like whatever it would come on a rerun of a channel or whatever. Like I, I would watch it, and at first I was like, okay, and then it said then. As you get older, certain shows have certain humor in them that rub off on you. And I, a lot of this humor in the show rubbed off on me personally. Um, obviously, everything that came out with Bill Cosby now, we're not going to get into that. But because that's we're not here to talk about stuff like that. We're here to talk about fun, entertaining things such as movies, TV shows and music. That's what we do here. Um, but the Cosby show for me was one of those shows that I really... It, like, over over the course, as you get older, you watch it more, and you're like, oh yeah, that's funny. Like because at first you you don't laugh because right? you're so young, but when you get older, you watch it, and you're like, oh my god, that's actually really funny. And it's like, some of the dance moves and you know what came out about all this like uh, this what a what a fantastic show this was. Um, it was a really great show. Um, I tend to I I'm of the opinion that. It was it's it's timeless for what it is, and it really showed what life was like, and it pushed boundaries in other shows because it was like it was like I believe if I'm not mistaken, it was one of the first all black sitcoms, I think, and that it pushed boundaries in that way, which was a fantastic thing. So that's just my humble opinion. Bill, do you have any opinions of the Cosby Show? Not not of Bill, but I think Bill Cosby's a phenomenal comedian aside from what happened with him. But yeah, I think that. I think that this show is really good, personally. And I, I originally I didn't like it because I, I wasn't the humor didn't hit me until I was older. But Bill, what do you think? Okay, well, my thoughts is I like I kind of um, liked it when I was. Well, actually, no, I never really. Maybe I watched a couple episodes here and there, right? But I was never really like into it. Like I watched a couple episodes here and there, but yeah, nothing. Nothing stood out to you. Yeah, I, like I maybe gave me a chuckle here and there, but yeah, no, I got you. But you know what? Um, but I'll be honest with you. When there's reruns of the Cosby Show on now, I can't watch it. Yeah, I'm the same way. This is the, I, I watched a lot of it well before what happened with Bill Cosby came out. So I'm like, you know, I, I kind of stopped watching it myself. I'm sure like the viewership of the show itself has gone downhill since what came out happened. So. Um, yeah, but it. I just, in good conscience, cannot. If this it's hard, on, it's I, hard. To, it's hard to rewatch something that at the time was so innocent. Yet, what happened? And now that. it turned out that uh, Mr. Cosby is a creepazoid. Yeah, so we're not going to get into it, but we. we, we I mean, you we get the point. Yeah, I get the point. But yeah, I, mean, I, I like the show for what it was worth, but I can't watch it anymore. I, like you said, so. It's hard to watch. Here anymore? Yeah, it's. Stop. Yeah, this show is. Yeah, this show is kind of. The show now just I can't watch it with. That okay? Uh, are you ready for me? Um, it's your turn, but I'm gonna let you know right now. I'm having a hard time thinking of anything else. So if you wanna. Yeah, sorry, I'm picking on like animated stuff. I just no, you know whatever you want to do. I mean, I can't. Like I said, Bill, if you wanna. If you can't think of anything, after your next pick, we'll just go to the chat board, right? Oh, I actually got two more picks, actually. Okay, then, then that's because I'm all done. I, I have said my two, my three, or whatever. That's all I got. Because I mean, I, I can't, I can, movies I'm drawing a blank on right now. I'm sure. Okay, and this one, on, but... 
Yeah, go ahead, Bill. I think this movie is appropriate to talk about, but I'm not going to talk about it too much because I might do an editorial on it soon. Yeah. And I think it's appropriate because one of the, because it involves two holidays. One of them just passed. Go on. And the other one is right around the corner. And I'm, of course, talking about Get This, The Nightmare Before Christmas. I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. But I'm not going to get into too, too much stuff because I might do an editorial on this, like, soonish. I hope you do because I feel like you're you, you're such a wonderful input to this channel, and I want you to. Uh, I'd love for you to do an editorial if you can. If not, it's fine. So yeah, but um, but yeah, it's um. I also did a Burton Month review of this on my ch- on my channel. If you want to uh, plug for Movie Hallworks Productions, yep, go check that out. Um, for those of you who don't know the story, Jack Skellington is the Pumpkin King of Halloween. And he is just tired and bored of doing the same thing. And one day he stumbles into the world of different holidays and goes into Christmas Town. He falls in love with it and he decides that he's going to have Christmas to himself this year. And you know what? When I was a kid, because I'll be honest, this movie scared me when I was a kid. Same here, buddy. Same here. Really? Yeah. You know, you know what that means, right? We swiped right. You better believe we did tonight, buddy. We did. We, JT, we swiped right. I know. It's like three weeks in a row, buddy. Who's buying you dinner? I'll buy. All right. What do you want? What do you, what do you, we'll get pizza. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, Miss Jealous, is she? You're fine. Go ahead. What's, so, Nightmare Before Christmas. I used to, this movie scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. Me too. And I, at all costs, would avoid watching it. But then as I got older, I started watching it, and a lot of the stuff, the characters, the story, the art style, the music, like, I I have no shame in saying this, JT. Like, I will, if I'm watching this movie, and I watch it the other night for Halloween, I will, in and I have no shame about this, buddy. No shame. I will be in my room. I will be down here, door locked, singing along to all the songs. That a boy. <laughs> and I am not ashamed to say that. Good for you. But, yeah, it's just that when you get older, you appreciate the art style. You appreciate the Burton style. Yeah. I, okay, I, I can uh, hear the complaints from here. Wait a minute, Tim Burton didn't direct The Nightmare Before Christmas, asshole. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, he technically didn't. It was Henry Selleck. But if you look at this, he produced it. He wrote the original story. He wrote the poem. And the na- And the title of the film is... Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> so, I really like this movie. It's really... And, yeah, it scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. Okay. 
Do you have another one or can I do my I, next I, I, I'm, I'm all set for the night. If you want to say your last pick and then we'll go to the chat board for a couple questions and stuff. You can read this. Okay. Fine. What's your last This pick? is another Disney movie and I've gushed about this movie a lot on this channel. Yes. Talk about it. I think you know what it is. Hunchback? Yep. Hunchback of Notre Dame. When I... Okay, I remember watching this when I was a kid. Yeah. And um when I was when I was watching this when I was a kid, I I went to I because I remember my um my first grade teacher showed this to us when we were when I think it was raining and we couldn't go outside for recess or something. And I just again found it dull. At first, yeah, like, and I didn't really understand it. And now watching it, what one lady? Why would you show a bunch of six-year-olds a movie about a man with a sexual obsession who wants to jerk off to a sexy fireplace? Okay, <laughs> no, the Hellfire number. It's about a man who is sexually oppressed. Oh, never mind. But then, but. Once you, once you look at it, this movie, the 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 look of it is absolutely gorgeous. The music, I've said this a thousand times. This probably has the best Disney soundtrack. And controversial opinion, I think it's even better than The Lion King. I know. Drop your hate comments here. <laughs> But the hey, sound, not just the song, the scores, they sound like I've said this before. A lot of the scores was actually recorded in a cathedral. Yeah. With the choir. And it sounds absolutely freaking gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And this was a movie that is one of Disney's darkest and it's more for adults. So I think maybe that's why, as a kid, I really didn't like it that much. But now as an adult, I love it. Awesome. And, okay, I'm going to give you one more. And then All right, what do you got? What's the one more? And this was a thing as a show that I just really didn't get when I was a kid. Seinfeld. I could see that. This is just one of those shows when I was a kid, I just didn't get the humor. It I felt like a lot of it just I mean of course it, I mean every show takes time. I totally see that. But as I got older, I learned to appreciate the appreciate the intelligence of the show. Yeah, it's a brilliant show. Fantastic. Yeah, I know you love it. It's one of one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Yeah. So as I got older, I really grew to appreciate this show. It's the, the characters are memorable. The humor is absolutely great. Oh yeah. So yeah. Fine, bro. That's my last one. So you ready to go to the chat board? Yeah, let's jump over to the chat board for the chat board. You guys have been chatting up a little bit tonight. We, we don't normally get time for the chat board, but I'm glad we do. Uh, first things first, Asm of Earth. Thank you so much for commenting. Regular show in Adventure Time. 
I did not like it first, but I, I had a very quick turnaround after watching a few episodes of them. So regular show is on Cartoon Network. And Adventure Time. And we will get to Adventure Time in a second. I could see that. I mean, I was never a Cartoon Network kid. I never really liked them. Unpopular opinion right there, but uh, I just never grew on Cartoon Network. I never really liked them that much. But at the same time, Adventure Time and regular show and Adventure Time. We'll get to Adventure Time in a second, but regular show. I definitely could see where you're coming from. It lasted like what? Eight, six or seven seasons? Because it went from 2009 to 2017. So, yeah. It's a small, lived, short, short, shorter lived cartoon show than most last. But well, I shouldn't say that. Like, some last only like two or three seasons. Anyways, um, I cannot comment for the show itself because I haven't seen it myself, but I can definitely understand where you're coming from. It's just a lot of the Cartoon Network shows are a little weird to say from the get go. But um, hey, yeah, that's everyone's opinion. Um, and Adventure Time, um, I remember when it first came out. And I, Bill, this is a little bit past your time. I would say, no offense, bud. But, no, I'm uh, taking. Adventure Time is what I remember the advertisements for it on TV and Adventure Time. What time is it? Adventure Time. Like everyone always like say that in school and whatnot because it was a show that came out. It honestly just looked weird. I, I I can't comment on the show stuff, so I can't say anything about it. But I will say it did look a little weird with the dog and the the kid and whatnot. And I don't know the characters. But, you know, hey, everyone's got their opinions. And it lasted eight seasons. Holy crap. Adventure Time lasted eight from 2010 to 2018. Jesus Christ. Uh, that's crazy. But, I mean, honestly, hey, everyone's got their opinions. Cartoon shows have their opinions. I think some underrated cartoon shows are like Danny Phantom, to be honest with you. And the first Ooh, I think that's really good. That's a good. That's a really underrated show, too, as far as cartoon, network, as far as cartoon shows go. And the first three or four seasons of Fairly Odd Parents were pretty good. Then it got weird. But uh, yeah, oh, God, it really got weird. It got very weird after like the fourth season of stuff. Anyways, but um, like SpongeBob, same thing. First three or four seasons were great, and then the next four, the next twenty were awful. <laughs> like um, after the best day ever. Um, funny, Matt Hamsley, Matt Hamsley in the chat board. Thank you so much for uh, for what commenting as usual. Uh, I disliked Friends for a long time, but I've been watching it recently. Oh, I remember Matt hates Friends. I mean, the only thing, the thing about Friends to me is that the show, the actual premise of the show, I mean, yes, I understand it. Like, it's about like a show. It's a show about these friends, these six friends or in like a New York apartment and whatnot. I totally get it. But like my personal opinion, my opinion of Friends has not changed. I still don't like it. Just it's just my opinion. I I wasn't raised on like the I I remember watching. I prefer and at a very this is a very weird thing to say, but at a very young age, I just preferred Seinfeld over Friends at like an age of like seven or eight. I'm not sure why. It just I just that's the way it was to me. So you were very advanced. I you, you some might say I was very advanced. Friends. Um, funny thing. One thing that always bugged me, and this is just a little pet peeve of mine. I think Bill and I talked about this when we had Danny Boy Reginald on for our underrated, overrated TV shows discussion. Um, overrated TV shows was we had there's these six people living in this New York apartment, right? And they all try and have like a it's a big apartment. Who the hell's paying the rent? 
Like that, and that's one of my biggest flaws of that show. And I've heard the moment I heard that, I was like, that just makes no sense. I'm not going to watch it. Cause like they're all struggling to find pay or find a job or whatever. And yet they own this huge Manhattan apartment. You know how much realistically, you know how much like that apartment would cost in Manhattan? Like legit. Tell me. I don't know, but it would cost a lot of money. Like it's way too much in the middle of Manhattan. Like my cousin had an apartment in Manhattan. It was a studio. It was probably like the like it was nowhere near the size of like your average, your average like thing, you know. So it was just that plot point never made sense to me. I never liked Friends from the get go. I'm sorry, it's an unpopular opinion, but someone brought it up, so I want to think. Yeah, but that is a, but you know that is a good point, and plus. Again, that's just depressing because I don't think anyone in the in the right mind could afford an apartment like that. No, and plus, it, like it's got like a, uh, it has a, um, like a, a look at like a, a, an outer ledge part you can look at stuff. I don't. That's just crazy. I can't. I don't even know. That's. I don't know this the show itself. Like I, I just the whole premise never made sense to me. Sorry guys, but um, that's me. Um, Bill, do you have any other uh, suggestions? Because that, that's all the stuff from the chat board. Do you have anything else you want to share? Uh, no, but except, um, okay, this is a little off base, but yeah, I want to actually here. talk about a show that I should have talked about last week. What show? When we did shows that we loved as kids but hated as adults. Yeah, what is it? And I just thought of this today. And I'm sorry we're going backwards here, folks, but really quick, really quick. Full house. Oh, okay. I could I could see that. I used to love this show as a kid. I just I just freaking now I can't even watch this. I can't watch the show. Honestly, I'll tell you the truth. Bill, I'm kinda Glad, I'm trying. I'm kind of glad you said this, Bill. Because honestly, the name, the, the name of tonight's episode is "Movies and TV Shows We Hated as Kids But Now We Love." I just never liked for a Full House to begin with. Yeah, so I, I'm going back to last week, but I didn't think of it last week until tonight. Yeah. Oh, you're fine. You're fine. But I just I never like. Oh God, it's that. just starring Bob Saget, and it's so funny. If you watch Bob Saget stand up, he's not Danny Tanner. He's very raunchy. Yeah. So, and then you have. Dave Coulier, and you have John Stamos, aka Wannabe Beach Boy. <laughs> That's a long story. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I yeah, when I, the Beach Boys take tours with them. Yeah, because I was actually just watching Todd of the Shadows' his train records today on the Beach Boys. Ah, uh. and because he actually because there was a a Beach Boy song that he covered. It was called Forever. I know that song. Yeah, it was written by the late Dennis Wilson. But, God, I... Quoting Doug Walker, a.k.a. the Nostalgia Critic, this is the life of people in picture frames. Yeah, you're not kidding. No real conflicts, no real problems, nothing. It's fluffy TV. You know, if it makes you feel good, then who am I to judge? If you if you like it, go ahead and like it. But I just don't find this show appealing anymore. I, I don't. I don't blame you. 
any other any other last and then the sequel oh, and then the, let's this, let's not even go there <laughs> let's good idea let's not even go to fuller house worst idea ever it is the laziest it's like i'm not even going to talk about it it's like hey instead of three bo- men raising three girls let's do three women raising three boys and we'll throw in a talking girl Good but time. we present the laziest idea to ever be on TV. Oh, yeah. Or Netflix, for that matter. On Netflix. So, yeah. That is, yeah, I think that's all I, quoting Phil Collins, that's all. That's all I got, man. That's all I got. As that's well. all we got for you tonight, folks. It was a kind of a quick wrap tonight. It was a very, like, we, 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 Bill, believe it, this is our shortest show ever. We've gone for about literally 47 minutes. Yeah, sorry it's been so quick tonight. Now, yeah, so sorry for the quick night, guys, but I have to say, though, ultimately, it's what you guys have to say. Send off in the comment section below and share your thoughts with us all the time on our Instagram and Twitter, simply at the Superview Show on Instagram, at Superview Show on Twitter. And if you haven't already, subscribe to his channel, Movie Holics Productions. He does some great content out there. He did the Rankin Bass specials not too long ago for Christmas time for last year. He might do it again this year. Who knows? We'll see. Uh, Bill, you are always my right hand man. I want to thank yeah, you for joining me. And also, guess what time it is? Bill, are you yes. talking your podcast? Check out the Sports Insanity podcast on all plat- platforms. Check us out. We're awesome. Yep. And also, check, and don't forget tomorrow night to watch Thursday Night Gridiron. Oh, yeah. They do a good job over there, the Sports yeah. Insanity Network. We're a network. Yeah. Uh, I, the, the, the Superview Show is one thing, but having a network... That's good stuff. We're in the network. Yeah, they are, they are the ne- they are the newsroom. <laughs> we pretty much are. Yeah. So we're that sure. is our show for tonight, folks. Well, anyways, thank you so much for watching and listening to all for to all of us from all around the world to right from your hearts to your phones, your Spotify podcast. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you guys next week with a brand new topic. If you haven't already, if you haven't already, check out our YouTube channel, and we have different polls episodes for you to check out our what our topic could be for next week moving forward. Thank you so much.